0: Cruise Radio is brought to you by InsureMyTrip.com. Travel insurance done right from the people who know travel insurance. Find out more at InsureMyTrip.com.
1: Broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com mobile studios, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up?
0: I'm Doug Parker. We are aboard the 110,000-ton Carnival Liberty, a cruise ship that was launched in 2005. And in 2011, it recently underwent Carnival's fun ship. 2.0 2.0 program bringing a lot of Carnival's Fun Ship 2.0 initiatives to this ship right here. And it was very cool. We'll have uh, lots to talk about on this show. Joining me right now is my guest co host, Sherry Laskin from cruisemaven.com. Hello, Sherry.
2: Hey, Doug, how are you doing?
0: Good and what was your first impressions of Carnival Liberty?
2: From the second I walked on board, they have the dancing going on in the atrium with not it wasn't like foxtrot and cha-cha, mm-hmm. it was um, disco music and dance music and top forty, so it was a lot of fun. And the second people walk through the little bing where you put your card. They were dancing, so it was great.
0: On this show, we're going to talk to the cruise director, Brittany. She's uh, very cool. Also, we'll talk to a couple of passengers on board, and maybe check out the shore excursions manager and see what he's up to. Because, Sherry, this ship is now homeported here in Cape Canaveral year-round, and how convenient.
2: Oh, it's great. And then the airlift into Orlando is fabulous from all over the country, and then you're just barely an hour straight shot from the airport to Port Canaveral.
0: Our first guest on the show is the cruise director aboard Carnival Liberty. Without her, we would be bored all day long from Canada. Hi, Brittany. How you doing?
3: I'm doing well. How are you doing?
0: Good. Uh, thanks for joining us. Now, when people think of cruise directors, they think of just the person hosting the Love and Marriage show, the Welcome Aboard show, and all this stuff. But really, your job is a lot more than that, correct?
3: If I could do that kind of stuff, the main <laughs> stage things, and just spend time and hang out like this... You would, I would be set. Right. I would, I would be so happy. Um, but the, uh, I do a lot of meetings. I mm-hmm. do a lot of behind the scenes emails, um, both with shipboard people and shoreside personnel. Um, I do the fun times, which is the onboard magazine. Mm-hmm. I create that. Um, I have to adopt all the changes that are sent to me from all the concessionaries around the ship. So a lot of it goes into it on the administrative side and a lot on the safety side as well. Safety drills, trainings, all of that. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's go back to the fun times because there's only 24 hours in a day. But I counted it like way over. 30 activities in a day to do on the fun times. How do you spread that out and organize that?
3: That's a really good question. Um, really what you have to do is you have to look at the flow of traffic. You want people to always have something to do mm-hmm. and you want to appeal to a wide variety of people instead of just one demographic. So you have to be very careful what you're putting in there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I rely heavily on my assistant cruise director, Charlotte, as well as the entertainment staff here to put in their, you know, their ideas and their suggestions because the more thoughts and minds you have going into activity creation, the better you're going to have a schedule
0: are activities like the Hairy Chess Contest and the Love and Marriage. Are those like staples on every cruise?
3: Definitely. Those are absolute musts just because people love them. And I think that some people come and cruise again just to see activities like that. They're yeah. such mainstream activities. Sure. And
0: uh, speaking of things to do, in 2011, the ship got the FunShip 2.0 makeover. And for the listeners who may not be familiar with FunShip Ship 2.0, uh, kind of explain that to us.
3: Definitely. So the Liberty was the first to get 2.0. There are upgrades like Guy Fieri's Burgers, Blue Iguana Cantina, Red Frog Rumble, Bar Blue Iguana uh, Tequila Bar, all of these things that are just introducing a new addition, so that we can have more for our cruisers that are coming back over and over again, something mm-hmm. new to surprise them, and for our first time cruisers, they're just getting you know the best of the best from the very get go. And um, on the Liberty, we have those inclusions, uh, the EA Sports Bar, um, and a couple others. But what we don't have, and many other ships have now started to introduce, is the Playlist Productions mm-hmm. shows. And what that is, we're here. We have a live band, and we have multiple. Dance- dancers and two production singers. Mm -hmm. They are a cast of eight, and they all sing, and they all dance. Really cool um, LED screens are often involved, and it's easier to change shows in and out on a ship, as opposed to our shows, which once you load them in, you kind of have to keep them for a long time. But don't get me wrong, I love our shows.
0: Any hint or anything uh, of Playlist Productions or Hasbro the game show coming to Carnival Liberty?
3: Um, It's not going to be probably before Dry Dock, uh, which is, uh, for those of you who are not sure, Dry Dock is kind of when you take your car in for maintenance, We take the ship in for maintenance and just do all the basic upgrades. Um, That would be the first time that they would look to introduce Playlist or Hasbro onto the Liberty, which won't happen until 2016. Gotcha.
0: What makes Carnival Liberty so appealing to families?
3: The Carnival Liberty is so well thought out. It has great spacing so that it allows for shorter lines, for elevators, food lines, all of that. Um, But the reason I think it's great for families is because of the great Camp Carnival program we have. Mm -hmm. You know, we have our Camp Carnivals for zeros to 11. We have Circle C for 12 to 14 and Club 02 for 15 to 17. Really appeals to all age groups, keeping kids their own age, hanging out, doing age-appropriate activities. Cool.
0: And I noticed something new in the dining room uh, on this sailing. I think it was rolled out like on Carnival Glory in December of 2013, which was American Feast and American Table. Uh, Can you kind of describe what American Feast and American Table is in the dining room?
3: Definitely. So what it's doing is it's um, creating a menu each and every day for our ports of call. So it's very specific, allowing us to try different specialties and delicacies in those specific regions, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say. It has uh, a family style uh, idea to it Mm -hmm. so that it's sharing dishes I had my mom cruising last week so I got to experience firsthand in the dining room and I love it I think that they've done a good job and whenever they introduce something new the only thing that they do is they learn more and more and more and they Mm -hmm. can improve on it more and more and more and that's where this is going to go
0: I want to touch on the steakhouse for a second because that value I had it the other night for $35 a person you can't beat it. I mean, I would put that up like against the Mortons or Ruth Christ or anything back in the States. What are your feelings about the steakhouse?
3: I tell people about the Diamond Steakhouse every mm-hmm. single day of the cruise trying to push them up there. And some people will say, Brittany, what are you trying to do? Is this a revenue-based thing? No, not right. at all because it's not like we walk away with a lot of revenue from it. It is yeah. only 35 bucks per person. I ate there this week. I ate there last week. Anytime <laughs> I can get up there, I go up there because it is, it's is—it's just a phenomenal dining experience. And I know that it will just include another memorable you know, um, part of someone's vacation and that's why I always say go up there give it a try it's not just for anniversaries birthdays it's for everybody who wants a great meal at a great value
0: yeah the 18 ounce uh, cowboy cut was awesome (laughs) and the cheesecake was like the size of a football
3: yeah we want to make sure that you have something to go home with and eat for breakfast you know really keeping that diamond steakhouse in mind
0: what is your favorite itinerary
3: Ooh, that's a really good question. On the Carnival Liberty, because we just moved over to Port Canaveral, we're doing multiple itineraries. And I would say that my favorite one is going to be our eight day. It's an eight day southern cruise, and there are four sea days involved in it. So it's a lot of time spent together. And that's what I love about it is that I get to spend time with the guests. But we go to Aruba, Curacao, and Grand Turk, which are three of the most gorgeous ports um, and places that a lot of people haven't been before. Even if you've cruised with Carnival many times, not a lot of people. Make it all the way down to Aruba, Curacao, because it is so south.
0: You're like excited about four sea days. I took this cruise because it only had two sea days on it because I'm not a big sea day person. (laughs)
3: Exactly. And you know what? And uh, I find I get people on both sides of the spectrum people who can't wait to get off the ship. When Mm we're as soon as we're in port, they're off, they wait until the very last second to come back on. And then I meet so many cruisers who their favorite part about cruising is to actually be here on the ship with us. So it's just, it all depends on what you're looking for out of your vacation.
0: What's on Brittany Boyd's bucket list?
3: Ooh, that's a really good question. Britney Boyd's bucket list for the couple of years now has had um, skydiving on it because I used to be an eco adventure tour guide. So I used to be a zip line, I used to do treetop walking, I love adventure like that. And so I gotta do gotta do a little skydiving at some point.
0: There's uh, plenty of skydiving around central Florida, so you're in a, a good point for that. <laughs> good port for that. We've been talking with Cruise Director of Board, Carnival Liberty, Brittany Boyd. Thank you for your time.
3: Oh absolutely, it was so nice sitting down and have a chat. <laughs>
4: How many times have you said, that'll never happen to us? Vacations are a big investment with both time and money, and they should be protected. For over a decade, InsureMyTrip.com has been the online travel insurance leader, offering the best plans from the most trusted providers. Our licensed and award-winning customer service team makes sure you have the right coverage for your travel. To find out why over 98% of travelers would recommend InsureMyTrip, visit InsureMyTrip.com.
3: Parkwest makes us excited to spend money on art.
1: To find out more about Parkwest Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com
2: or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Parkwest Gallery icon.
1: You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network.
0: We're hanging out here in Grand Turk at Jack's Shack here uh an amazing view of the Atlantic
1: Ocean, Uh, and you are one of the owners here of Jack Shacks. What's your name? I'm Jack, (laughs) and uh, we've been here for uh, seven years, running the bar, and uh, we do it because we enjoy it so much. We have a great group of people that come off the cruise ships. We're only open during cruise ship hours. And we do it for fun, and we uh, meet meet people from all over the world. From Australia, we've got a koala bear down at the bar that was delivered from Australia. Nice. <laughs> I have to tell you, Jack. I've
0: been uh, traveling for the past month, and uh, I've been pretty much all over the uh, eastern seaboard, all over Western Europe, and everywhere I go, I'm like, I'm heading to Grand Turk. What should I do? And no lie, every single port, everyone's like, you've got to check out Jack Shack. So you've uh. You have a heck of a name down here in the Caribbean.
1: Well, we're uh, we're glad of that. It's all been word of mouth. Uh, we do very little advertising, just a little bit on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came down here 10 years ago to build the cruise port. I'm a civil engineer, and my partner needed a place to operate out of, so I helped him build the building, and I ended up with the deck and a little tiki hut on the deck, and uh, we started with a barbecue where we gave you your own burger and said, it's the best burger you've ever cooked, because you're going to cook it yourself, (laughs) and we've grown from there. We've uh, expanded from a 10-foot diameter tiki to a 16-foot diameter tiki, a big, expansion. Yeah, and looking
0: out now, you have a, a bunch of people out here right now. Of course, we do have uh, two, uh, yeah, two cruise ships in port
1: right now. Where are you from originally? I grew up in Boston. But uh, when I saw the color of the water down here, I just <laughs> fell in love with the place. And uh, we have one of the best beaches on the island. We've yeah. got beautiful sand in the, on the beach and in the water. And we're the closest to the wall, which is famous for diving and sea life out there. So in season, you can see the whales. And uh, it's nice. paradise yeah, here. Yeah,
0: on definitely. What's a signature drink here at Jack Shack? That's the Sandy Vagina. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds uh, worse than it is. It's a fabulous concoction of uh, coconut rum, so you know you're in the islands. Some of our own vanilla-infused vodka and some pineapple juice. It's the nectar <laughs> of the gods. An island secret here is that uh, you have free Wi-Fi. Well, we have free Wi-Fi. We also give you a free shot of rum, so oh, you can not wow. lose coming to Jack Shack.
0: And uh, if you, uh, if we want to check you out online before we get here, you have a website.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, jackshack.tc, T for Turks and C for Caicos. That's
0: jackshack.tc, and I'm here with the owner, Jack. Thank you so much for being on
1: the Weekend Travel Show, buddy. Thanks for coming by. Nice to meet you.
3: If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel, or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Follow
0: me One thing I love about this ship, Sherry, is the dining options because uh, along with Fun Ship 2.0 came a lot of new dining options. No longer are just uh, the days of a hot dog stand on the Lido deck. It's come pretty
2: far. It has, and I think one of my favorite options is the Taste Bar. Have Mm -hmm. you been there?
0: I have, yeah. With the that's the samplings of uh, the, the specialty restaurants, the steakhouse.
2: Yeah, and it's not just that um, the restaurants that are on this ship, but it's on restaurants that are on other ships too. So you can really get a taste at the taste bar for what's what Carnival has to offer.
0: Yeah, like Cucina del Capitano is on there, which isn't on this ship, but it's on a couple of other Carnival ships and so on. But one of my favorite venues on here, and uh, you might agree with me on this one, Sherry. Besides the steakhouse, is going to be guys burger joint because uh wow
2: all i can say is wow all i'm doing is laughing about it because every time that i make a beeline for guys as you know (laughs) and the funny thing is um and you i think you experienced this with me on the beginning of this sailing i don't eat a lot of meat so i go up to and wait in line like everybody else and as soon as i get up to the the uh the waiter who's building the burgers i say he says, what do you want? And you just tell them, you know, you want everything on it, except hold the meat. And they look at you. The poor guy, I feel so bad because he's always looking at me like, huh, what? And it really throws them. But they, it's good with or without the burger on it.
0: Well, because if you have it without the burger, you can get like the ringer or the Chilius maximus or any of this stuff. But you also have the toppings bar with sauteed mushrooms, sauteed onions, and like every, like enough to make a big salad on your burger if you wanted to or your meatless burger.
2: Yep, and you've got to try the chipotle mayo on your french fries. That good, huh? It's awesome. I can put the chipotle mayo on a stick and it would taste good. (laughs) Okay, sure. The uh, Blue Iguana Cantina, they have
0: uh, tacos there and burritos that you can make uh, your lunch there. Or in the morning time, they have the Blue Iguana Cantina. It's open for a breakfast burrito. and they serve a mean breakfast burrito there, it's really, really good. Uh, For dining, uh, you have the main dining room, which Carnival recently switched to American Feast and American Table 2 different dining options in the main dining room I should say two different menus in the main dining room that are kind of reflecting where the ship is like on this sailing we had uh, cuisine local to San Juan, St. Thomas, Nassau and the Eastern Caribbean so that was really cool I'll have to say, Sherry, one of my favorite things aboard uh, the Carnival ships that have it is the Steakhouse. Uh, On this ship, it's called Diamond Steakhouse. On the other ships, it's called Fahrenheit 555 or any other ones. But for $35, you can't go wrong.
2: Oh, it's a wonderful opportunity, and and it's a full-course meal, so you can get the cappuccino mushroom soup is excellent. It's a whole array of of a full four- or five-course dinner for $35. You can't get it anywhere on land.
0: Hanging out with Rick, who uh, just came out of the casino, a big winner. Yes, yeah, a big winner. I've already won, I think, seventy dollars. It's funny because we're like uh, we're all playing the three dollar table, and you would think that we're playing the thousand dollar table because our one table has more excitement than this whole casino put together. Everybody probably thinks
4: we've won cars and boats <laughs> and all sorts of things. <laughs> so, what do you think about Carnival Liberty, man? I love the ship. It's just it's a perfect size. The people are friendly. From day one, I have felt like this was going to be a great cruise, and it has been. Is this your first time on the ship? Yeah, this is the first time on this ship. Yes.
0: Before this ship, what was your last uh, cruise?
4: Uh, it was the Paradise out of Tampa.
0: What could you appreciate more on Carnival Liberty that you couldn't appreciate on Carnival Paradise? Guy's Burger Joint. Tell the listeners about the burgers, man, because these, these burgers, they're the real deal. Yeah, they are. They're even better than anyone
4: would tell you they are. There's just something about them that that's all you think about during the day. When yeah. am I going to get my next Guy's Burger?
0: In fact, I was doing some interviews earlier today, and you guys almost left me to get a Guy's Burger and uh, left me high and dry. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's how good they are. <laughs> <laughs> the food on the ship, since we're talking about the food, what do you think about the main dining room? Now they have American Feast and American Table, which are two different menus for different nights, and it kind of represents a local flair to each different port we're in. What are your thoughts on American Feast and American Table? Well, I've enjoyed it, obviously, because I've ordered two
4: entrees, two appetizers, two desserts every single night. So there's a lot of temptation on the menu. Best thing you've ordered all, cruise? It has to be the lobster prime rib combo.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. You keep talking about Guy's Burger, but did you get to try out the opposite side, which is the Blue Iguana Cantina with the uh, burritos and the tacos? Yes. The first day I got
4: on the ship, I had a fish taco and it was really, really good. But I had a Guy's Burger on the side. I'm
0: sure you did, <laughs> I'm sure. And a little secret on board here is that the Blue Iguana Cantina also serves a mean breakfast burrito. Did you get to try that at all? No, I
4: didn't, but I saw somebody with it behind me, and and I guess I'll have to come back on the Liberty just to do that. Let's talk about the entertainment on board Carnival Liberty. What were your thoughts? Oh, I've enjoyed it. There's been something going on all the time. As a matter of fact, uh, you can't do it all. You have to decide what it is that's most important, and then you go do it. But everything's been high quality.
0: One thing I can appreciate aboard Carnival Liberty is the fact that they have the acoustic guitar player poolside during the evenings. Because I love live acoustic music. But there's not only that. You have the piano bar back here. You have the atrium band. You have the, uh, the fellows that play in the casino bar who are <laughs> quite comical with their, with their different wigs and such. Did you get to sit in on any of the uh, the Broadway shows on board? Yes, I sat in
4: on a few of them, and uh, once again, the quality is really, really good. Whether the music is to your taste, you can always count on it being a first-rate production. Let's
0: talk about the staterooms on board Carnival Liberty, because a lot of people say, I'm going to book an interior room because I'm not going to be my room that much anyways, but you, in fact, did book an interior room, and are you happy with it?
4: It's the first interior room I've ever had, and I really and truly have enjoyed it. Uh, Surprisingly, I thought I was going to be unhappy. But it has been very comfortable. The, the way it's been kept has been perfect. So, yeah, I would, I would book another one without, without a doubt.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm in a, um, like a porthole or whatever, but I, I would book an interior on this ship, too. In fact, if they weren't sold out of interiors, I would have booked one because this ship, there's so much to do that you're really not in your room that much. Yes, and
4: when you're in your room, you're sleeping or you're getting dressed to go out to, or to do something else. So the window is not necessary. Rick from Jacksonville, Florida, man. I appreciate
0: your time. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Hanging out with Avinash, the shore excursions manager here on Carnival Liberty. Welcome to Cruise Radio.
5: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Okay, Avinash, i got to tell you, this is probably one of the best itineraries I've ever sailed with Carnival. You hit some like amazing ports. What do you think of the ports? So you've been with Carnival, Brittany said, like, for 14 years or something.
5: Yeah, definitely. I've been here for quite a long time.
0: Now, I brought you on because
5: I want to ask you um, some of
0: your favorite highlights because no one would know like yourself. Mm-hmm. So let's start at the first port. Well, the first port we hit was Nassau. Yeah. Then we went to St. Thomas and to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and then we ended at Grand Turk. So let's go back to Nassau. And, like, What is your favorite or your recommended highlight for Nassau?
5: Well, probably Nasa, I would say Balmoral Island. It's a new island that's come up that's exclusively only for carnival guests who booked it on the ship and nobody else can go out there. So if there's two carnival ships in port, those are the only two two people who could go out there. That definitely, as well as the catamaran seal and snorkel, which is a 70-foot catamaran, pretty nice snorkeling and then free rum punch on the way back. For sure, yeah. Those nice, are two yeah. two highlights,
0: yeah. Can't beat the free uh, rum punch at all, huh? Can never beat the free rum <laughs> punch, no. <laughs> the next stop was St. Thomas, Thomas, and we docked yeah. in uh, Charlotte-Emile. So, mm-hmm. what would you recommend for St. Thomas? Because that was by far one of the most amazing and beautiful ports I've ever been to in my life.
5: Yeah, definitely. I mean, as you've been to St. John's Strong Bay as well, That's one of my favorite places to be to. Uh, St. John's Champagne, Caton, excellent reviews coming on that tour. I would definitely say St. Thomas is more about its its snorkeling and its beaches. I mean, Megan's Bay one of the top ten beaches in the world. So those who want to relax, chill out, that's the place to be.
0: We dock in St. Thomas, but there's an excursion that goes over to St. John, correct?
5: Yeah, it's basically a private ferry that's organized for guests who are booked it on the ship. So rather than having to drive downtown through the rigmarole of all the traffic, mm-hmm. the boat picks you right up there, takes you over to the location get about two and a half hours at St. John Trunk Bay where you can and just relax on the beach and then they bring you back and it always gives you a little bit of time for shopping after that as well so because of the time we stay in port And Trunk Bay is like one of the best beaches in the world did I get that correct? Yes it is I mean they say Megan's Bay is one of the top ten but uh, I would say Trunk Bay far supersedes Megan's Bay just because of the not so many people going out there. It's less crowded compared to my, in my my personal opinion. Yeah, totally. Our next stop was San Juan, Puerto Rico. The ship docks in Old San Juan. Uh, what do you recommend there? Uh, old San Juan, about the rainforest, definitely one of the top things to do out there. It has good zip lining, ATVs horseback riding, anything going out of the forest area. And uh, the one good thing about old San Juan is that it has an old charm to it. I mean, where we dock alongside, just walking around the place is gorgeous. Shops right there. So, again, you can always fit it into into your day, whether you do an excursion and then later on have some time to go shopping as well, yeah?
0: So San Juan's a very walkable port then where you could (laughs) kind of do some shopping, some bar hopping, whatever, right when you walk off the ship?
5: Definitely, yes. Definitely, yes.
0: Very good. And our last stop on the trip was uh, Grand Turk over in the Turks and Caicos. Again, another one that uh, kind of reminds me like of Carnival's private island, Half Moon Cay, because it's very cool. What do you recommend there?
5: Snorkeling. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. Definitely snorkeling, snorkeling, snorkeling. I would say the ultimate snorkeling adventure out there, uh, two different locations for about 45 minutes to an hour of snorkeling at each site. And then it's only two and a half hours excursion, and the beach is right there. So whatever you do, you still have a beach to come back to. And again, it's not not that crowded. If there's only one ship in port, as was the case with us, and it was just the ideal day to hang out, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. I have uh, I bought a GoPro camera, so I took it snorkeling with me at Trunk Bay in St. John and at Grand Turk. Uh, but
5: I understand Carnival also rents underwater cameras? Yeah, we're trying it on a few ships. Uh, it's called the Contour uh, Camera Rentals. Uh, One-day rental is 24 95 Three-day rental is, what, 59.95. Uh, The one-day rental gives you about an hour of video recording, and the three-day will give you about four hours of recording. But you get to keep the SIM card after you're done with and uh, just use the adapters as well. But it's a pretty cool way to go around and see the places. Definitely, if you don't have your own camera along with, it's a good program you're starting with. Yeah, it beats paying three ninety nine for a GoPro camera. <laughs> it certainly, does, especially if it's only for a one week cruise yeah. vacation. Yeah, definitely. Are they uh, are they pretty popular the rentals? Actually, this cruise we we sold out. We have we are in demand, and now next cruise we've got to scamper to get some more GB cards because we're running out. Oh wow. <laughs> What excursions do you
0: recommend pre-booking? I mean, do you recommend booking your excursions before you sail, or do you recommend waiting to get on the ship to kind of get the rundown? Like, what would you say as being a shore excursions manager?
5: See, the, the thing is that anything that has a featured sign online is one of the tours that pretty much sell out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But definitely those who are the Jeep excursions, the anything that has got to do with vehicles, those ones will sell out sooner than you can know and there's some that always sell out prior to coming on board and then we have no space for guests. We always try to make accommodations but the operators can only do so much of the time frame that we are in port. So I'm not gonna lie, when I went to Saint John I did it on my own
0: and I was uh, had a little too much at the bar, almost missed the ferry, which would in turn miss the taxi transfer back to the St. Thomas uh charlotte Emil, scared the heck out of me will never <laughs> do it again or if i do it again don't stop at a bar and give myself
5: plenty of time <laughs> yeah, i would say that would be a good idea i would really say that would be a good idea and have the carnival towel wrapped around yes you. <laughs> exactly so
0: uh you've been here for 14 years what is your favorite
5: port of call and favorite excursion uh i would say cosmo definitely is one of the best ports that i've been to for a long time uh passion island just five times been there never disappointed once because it's a private island and you don't get to hear the sounds of the buses or anything going around you just hear the ocean waves hitting that sand and just the the wind rustling the tree leaves and that's just what i like that was there
0: i was there two weeks ago another place i drank too much but at least that (laughs) way i wasn't going to be left there because it was a carnival excursion (laughs) yeah we've been talking with abinash he's a shore excursions manager here on carnival liberty thank you so much for spending some time with us thank you douglas pleasure having you here And that'll about put a wrap on this broadcast. Thank you for everyone who stopped by. We had the shore excursion manager. We had Brittany, the cruise director. Rick, uh, one of our fellow passengers, always a ball to hang around and uh, eat dinner with. Very, very funny guy there. Also, my co-host, Sherry Laskin. Thanks for uh, hanging out with me today.
2: This has been fun. Thanks a lot for having me back on the show again, Doug.
0: Do you have any final thoughts for Carnival Liberty?
2: I do, and it's um, uh, pretty easy. I want to tell you that because it's an older ship, built in 2005 i think you reminded me right right? um the hallways are wider so for people like me who live near port canaveral it's always great to do the early morning walk-off and the hallways are wide enough because as you know when you leave in the morning all the trolleys for the cleaning crew are sitting in the hallway and if you have a wide suitcase you can't get off the ship you can't you know it's like negotiating your way in a maze
0: disembarkation is so quick at port canaveral too
2: Well, it's a small port still. You know, we're growing by leaps and bounds. They're trying to get more large ships to come in. But right now, you can just drive in, pick up your passengers, and leave or walk to the parking lot. It's it's so accessible. One
0: thing I would say is if you've never done an Eastern Caribbean itinerary, It should definitely be on your cruise list. I know people will say that Western is sometimes cheaper than Eastern, but Eastern is really, really cool because you have St. Thomas. Which in St. Thomas, we went over to St. John for the day and saw one of the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen in my life over at Trunk Bay. Uh, Really cheap ferry ride to go see that. Um, San Juan, Puerto Rico. Of course, you have the Bacardi Rum Brewery. You have uh, the fort. The is it El Moro Sherry? El Moro, yeah, El Moro there. uh, With Grand Turk, just amazing pristine sandy white beaches and, and soft sand too it's not like like the sand in north florida or central florida it's a really really nice sand and uh, where else did we go oh, nasa you know once you've been there once you've been there a million times but did the whole uh, ferry thing or not the ferry but a uh, 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 water taxi water i guess taxi. yeah so that was pretty cool my final thought if i had to get a been there done that tip i would say prepay your gratuities because it really disappointed me last night to see a lot of people taking off their gratuities and these room stewards, these table, these waiters and everything, they've been busting their ass all week. And people, for the, just to take off their gratuities, that's pretty messed up.
2: Oh, it's, it's disgusting to watch it, really. And you know how hard they work, and they're sending money back home. So, yeah, don't take off your tips from your bill. Just leave it there because they work hard enough to make, make sure that your trip is fabulous.
0: My last tip would probably be kind of just to reiterate what Avinash said a few minutes ago uh, about the shore excursions is to research the ports you're going to because you don't always have to do a carnival excursion, but know where you're going because a lot of these ports, yeah, they dump you off where a bunch of shops are, but really beyond the shops, there's not much else unless you have a day plan. So pre-plan your itinerary, pre-book your excursion, or uh, know what you're doing when you hit the ground. I guess you could say hit the ground running. Would you agree with me with that?
2: I would think so or hit the ground Riding, because if you want to, yeah. if you like horses, in the ports that you just mentioned, Grand Turk and um, San Juan even has horseback riding. Now you can make it into a horseback riding trip for those that really are, you know, equestrian-minded
0: people. There you go. Broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'm going to say Whatever. that. Here yeah, we go again, yeah. Right? Broadcasting aboard Carnival Liberty in Port Canaveral from the InsureMyTrip.com mobile studios. I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio.
1: Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the InsureMyTrip.com studios. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.